Hey everyone, welcome back for another episode of The Next Stage. On this week's episode, I had the privilege of calling up a great friend, Rick Zobel. I've loved racing with Rick, being teammates with Rick, and just honestly just being good friends with him. Uh, I love calling him, hearing what he has to say, hearing how his mind works, because I feel like me and him have a lot of relation in that aspect where you feel like you're part of the same tribe, you know? And so this was a great episode. I loved sitting down and talking to him and totally natural, you know, just waking up in the morning, drinking my coffee and calling my buddy Rick. So I hope you guys love this episode as much as I love doing it. Enjoy. Yo, Rick. Hey, mate. Long time no see, long time no hear. Yeah, man, I wish we could see each other. Yeah. Anytime we see yeah. each other, man, it's always a good time. For sure, for sure, but a few miles between us right now. You know, that's that's not going to start, you know, stop us from having a good time though, having a good conversation, catching up. Yeah, I'm happy you invited me to your podcast. Thanks, mate. Oh, man, I it just was about timing about when, you know, just, you know, when's it, when, when is a good time to get you on? And, but, uh, yeah, I was just lo- looking forward to catching up with you and stoked to have you on, but just as a friend stoked to catch up, you know, we've known each other yeah, me too. for years and, uh, it, it's, uh, just, yeah, it's so cool to kind of see how we've both grown and, uh, very similar ways i feel like yeah yeah for sure uh yeah we we both are dads right now huh? pretty yeah. pretty young and uh, yeah we we both uh, sit on the bike for most of our life and yeah. uh yeah it's uh, i think we also like you said uh, uh our character is uh, in a lot of ways similar we love uh to have a good time, we love new experiences, and uh, we are saying we are both open people and uh, connect I, with a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah, I just had that same thought. I'm just uh, out here in my studio, and uh, as I was waiting for you, I was just working on a painting, and uh, I was just kind of thinking again, like what you know, again things we have in common, and like what you said, like one thing I really love about you and respect about you is your open-mindedness to new things and new opportunities and your ability to grow yeah you know like thanks man i i think a lot of people you know a few years ago they didn't really see the trend of social media coming they didn't really see the trend of like kind of being your own personality on a team and creating your kind of own brand and image and you saw that really early yeah, uh, and uh, it was also not that I planned anything or it was just, uh, it was fun for me, you know, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I just saw the possibilities, uh, w- what you have. I mean, by I just like to, to take cool pictures and uh, to, to stop while I'm, for example, when I'm training and there's a nice spot and I think, ah, oh, this, this could be a nice picture. Um, yeah, I... I turn back, go to this point and make a picture or I stop right away. And uh, like now, I'm most of the time I'm training with a GoPro in my jersey just uh, if there's something uh, coming that I yeah can can uh, 
put it on a video and uh yeah then uh, when i do the video uh when i come back i'm already like happy that i recorded some some cool stuff and then i'm watching it again and yeah if there's something cool i just put it on my social media to also show the people outside hey uh I had a nice white. Uh, I think this is a cool, uh, cool video. This is a cool s- sequence of a downhill or of a sprint or whatever, and uh, just like to, uh, yeah, show the people what my life looks like, and uh, it's just fun. And then on this way, you connect with so many different people uh, because you know how it is as a cyclist. Uh, most of the time, you see the same people. And this is not the. This is not bad. But uh, on the other side, uh, by doing the same stuff year and year again, uh, it's a little bit uh, tiring. You're exactly tiring, and you're also ignoring a little bit other people which you could connect to. And mm-hmm. I think uh, their social media is a is a great way of uh, get in touch with other people. Like I mean, now in Germany, I I get in touch over Instagram with a lot of people. I'm just a fan of like of their music or of the stuff they do, whatever. I just send them a message and I'm like, hey, listen to your latest podcast, uh, like the, the one or two hours. Uh, I was on my bike training, flew by because you really entertained me. Thank you for that. And then sometimes you get a response and then you get in touch with those people. And that's pretty fun, yeah. It's, uh, I, I love I love how you think that way and see it because that's exactly how I view it is, you know, we have this great opportunity with the day and age we live in with social media that it's your oyster, man. If you want, it's literally, I mean, it, you can go out there and get as many sponsors as you liked or connect with as many people as you liked or reach out to anyone you want. All you have to do is go send a message, you know? And it's like, that's most of the connections I have or all the, you know, paintings I've sold, or it's just someone sending me a message connecting uh, relationships are built that way. Uh, you know, one of my closest friends who I ride with here, he's just sent me a message on social media, like, Hey, love what you do. Love the good vibes. would love to ride sometime. Now we ride every Wednesday, you know, that's cool. And I think you see it as well that, you know, these people are putting energy towards that response and, you know, you kind of feel as well, like, Hey, you know, they took the time to send me something. I'll, I'll take the time as well. Uh, kind of chatted with Rohan about that last week and uh, you know he also agreed on that but yeah I think it's really cool where you can reach out to bands or you can connect with now anyone in the world you know and it can create relationships with people you you maybe never thought you know you could have a relate like a friendship with or anything you know and Uh, And even it's awesome the fact that me and you are still able to be still so connected or everyone who I know in Europe, I'm still able to like almost still feel like, oh, yeah, I I know I'm pretty caught up, you know, Uh, even though I'm not there. Yeah, of course, man. And uh, that's that's the funny thing. Uh, You you, like you said, you just stay in in touch this way. And uh, if I am in the US one day again or you are in Europe or close to Germany, you always know that you can send me a message or I can send you a message and uh, we go and ride together or we wherever, drink a beer together, whatever. Uh, and uh, just having a good time uh, talking about old times, making new experiences. It's just uh, just like, yeah, the 
a good way to a good way to stay stay in touch with all your uh, with all your friends also uh, which are far away like like us for example yeah yeah do you uh you, you said i mean you, everyone's going to be listening to this and just be like man this is another just such a relaxed dude for someone who's racing in the world tour and you know racing for israeli and full gas yeah. and you know grew up like kind of in a racing family like were you always this kind of personality type or did you did do you, you ever feel like a time period where it switched and you were like you know what this is who i now am this is more comfortable who i am connecting with people rather than always taking it like like crazy serious you know because there's people out there who go riders out there who just train nonstop and who don't want to talk to anybody don't get on social media ever and you know you're super easy guy to talk to like you said you want you want people to reach out to you on social media to go ride with to create relationships that's very rare for a pro cyclist to want to do yeah i mean uh I think I was always open-minded. Uh, this this for sure, and I just think, or I have the opinion that every single human has a cool story to tell, and uh, so if you like, like now I'm in a training camp, you get uh, to know new teammates, and uh, you know how it is. Sometimes it's the teammates. First, you think, ah, I'm racing against this guy already for years, never talked to him. Uh, and uh, yeah, even though so bizarre, exactly, even though you don't know him, uh, you you like you you have your first uh, impressions about him, like ah, like, I don't know, like uh, he's arrogant or whatever. <laughs> so you never talk to this guy, and then he becomes your teammate, and then you realize, ah, this is such this a guy's cool. Guy. Why why yeah. why did I never talk to this guy before? And uh, that's that's just how it is. But like, yeah, coming back on your question, I think. Um, I was always open-minded already, uh, and always uh, it was always interesting for me to get in touch with other people, especially with people from other countries uh, and other cultures, just because I think it's interesting. I remember uh, when I think our first time we chatted was in uh, the German race Thüringen Rundfahrt. Uh, when you, yeah, when, I was going to uh, bring yeah, that up. When you were in the young white jersey, and I, I heard it's your birthday, I think the Oh, my. Uh, I was gonna yeah. bring up that exact yeah. memory. That's exactly, so like funny. when the like the speaker from the start and finish area told, "Yeah, we also have a birthday boy today in the peloton." I said, "I, I think he said that in German." So I came up to you and said, "Hey, man, it's your birthday! Happy birthday!" And you were like, <laughs> "How do you know that?" <laughs> and then just yeah, just I just heard it, and you. I think that was a moment for, uh, where yeah we connected and liked each other, and uh, yeah, but. Uh, no, for sure I was not not like this all the time. I mean, uh, you all, we also know each other for longer. When I was younger, I, I was still open-minded, but I was still very different. And uh, uh, I think I took things much more seriously than I do it now. Um, it, it's, it's hard. Like The older you get, the more relaxed I get and uh, the more I take things just how they are and how they come. Um, but yeah, when I, when I was a young rider... It was always my goal to be a professional cyclist, and uh, I was, in my opinion, I was very successful uh, in all the youth categories. And then uh, I had two good U23 years. Uh, was becoming U23 German champion in the first year, and then I won the Tour of Flanders in the second year of U23. So uh, 
in my mind, uh, it was always like, yeah, um, my dad was a superstar, a superstar in the sport. Now I'm, uh, let's say, uh, I won one of the biggest races in the U23 calendar. So one day I'm also going to be a big star. Like I never had the goal to beat the records of my dad, but uh, I saw myself uh, uh, on the maybe like uh, not on the same step as my dad, but also as a very successful and big uh, rider with big wins and a very professional pro and a successful pro and then like I, I turned pro with BMC and uh, I mean I, I I won already my my second in my second year I won a pro race uh, and uh, I did good performances but compared to other guys uh, which also turned pro with me let's say like Caleb Ewan or Dylan Grunewagen who won directly their first pro races uh, I progressed much much slower and uh, back back then uh like in a team like BMC, you know, you were also riding there. We had so much big stars like Philip Joubert and TJ van Garderen and uh, Tor Hushoff when I went pro uh, the year my, in my first year was my teammate as well as Kettle Evans or Greg van Avermaet. Um, and I had a lot of respect for these guys and I was very quiet back in this time. Like I was just in the in the, in the the team and uh, I shut up most of the time because I, was, I respected the other guys so much. And uh, yeah, I was a typical neo pro. Like I had to ride the front uh, in races, uh, had to chase breakaways, I had to get bottles, and uh, my chances were, were very rare. And I was still very young, and uh, it took me a lot of effort to uh, to catch up with the level you need uh, to ride uh, professional bike races. So uh, yeah, let's say uh, I I was I think I did something right because I'm still a professional rider now, already in my eighth season. But I didn't uh, came into the business uh, like a superstar, like other young guys who come in and then they're winning everything. That that was not me. So, uh, but I but I always saw myself like this. So uh, it was that back then it was pretty pretty mental to accept that you're maybe a good rider, uh, but you never you're not a superstar like Caleb Ewan, for example. And uh, so yeah, it this took me a while to. To accept that and to realize that, but uh, on the other side, uh, I had much fun and uh, while doing everything. And uh, instead of like concentrating on the negative things or like which were negative in my head that I should be better and that I should win more races and all that stuff, I I kind of figured out that hey, uh, I'm I'm healthy. That's in your head. Exactly, that's in my head. Nobody nobody cares about that. Really, like uh, I have a lot of talent, and for sure, I I I can be a good professional rider. But as long as I'm healthy and uh, I'm doing what I like, and that's riding my bike and racing my bike, I can be happy, and I should not stress too much about uh, yeah, winning ten races a year because uh, if it's like if it's happened, it's nice. But if it's not happened, I cannot change it. Uh, and if if I gave my best, in my opinion, so uh, yeah, this this was kind of hard to accept. But the more the more I accepted this and like uh, tried just to follow my own way, and uh, the more happier I, I got. And I think until today, uh, I kind of go my own way and trust on my own values. And uh, yeah, it's it's working out quite well so far. Yeah, man. I mean, you said so many. I don't know, incredible points there. Uh, I, I want to go back to like where we talked about. Uh, no, you can talk. <laughs> Sorry. Where you, 
Oh, sorry. Where you can, uh, where you uh, talked about, you know, in your head, you'd have this idea of like, oh man, I'm not doing, you know, good enough. I need to win these races, these races, and really putting up all these, like, to me, I would do the same thing all the time. And I basically set myself up for failure in my head because I would put all this pressure in my head and all this belief that I was going to like do this race and win this race or do well. And then when I would like, and I would feel so much disappointment when I didn't. And I would, the disappointment was like, I would feel like, oh man, I let down on my yeah. family, this, this, this. And the crazy thing is now where I'm in this like crazy, happy place, doing what I love, just, just like where you are right now. And I look back on it. And like I said earlier, it was just all in my head. Yes. Like, and especially as, especially being a father, like you're now a father as well. So you realize, like you look at your child and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be disappointed in you. Like you couldn't do any, like I'm going to let, you know, and that's how my parents were towards me, you know, but I would feel this like, oh man, I'm going to let them down. I'm going to let my brother down. Oh man, you know, my family is going to be so disappointed in me. And it's like, they didn't care. They just loved supporting me. And, you know, and I see that now being a father and being a husband and just, you know, being in a place that where I am happy and loving life, but it, it, it's really crazy. Like it, I was really just a mental game. I was more fighting back then in my U23 days rather than a talent game because I had the talent I had, you know, I was on the teams, but back then for me, it was really a mental thing and kind of getting out of my head like that. And I want to even go back when you like, and just like applaud you, man, because just the fact that you wanted to take up cycling in general, it's just, I think massive and shows your character, you know, when your dad, like you said, and you're not, you know, you said he's a superstar in the sport and that didn't stop you as a junior or someone to like, that didn't put fear in you to not push towards what you wanted to do. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people that would put a lot of fear in to like, no, I just won't pursue that route, yeah, yeah. you know? uh uh and that shows your character at a young age where you were so comfortable with yourself and so aware with who you are and not you're not your dad he's your he's your dad you're you you know that it allowed you to pursue you know now we're a profession profession that you love to do and uh, and do it in a way that you can do it because you know when when you go around and I, I feel like you go talk to a lot of teams about Rick Zobel and uh, what you are in the Peloton and what you are and what you mean to these teams or these riders. Like, you know, like I talked to you a few years ago at uh, tour of California, you know, you feel like you're kind of your, your main job is mainly to really motivate and help and inspire and like bring that positivity towards the team and, you know, help the guys out. You, you know what I mean? Like, you, you see that as with your positivity and everything, which I think is a really, when you can see your strengths and weakness early and see like how you can mm. benefit from them, you'll really benefit from them. And I feel like you yeah, did. I mean, for me, it's always very important to, to have a good time um, because uh, then I'm enjoying what I'm, what I'm doing. And uh, I, I, I have the opinion that with no matter which teammates are around you, you, you can have a good time and I always try on the table at dinner to yeah to 
tell a funny story, for example, for my race today, when I had a bad moment or something embarrassing happened, just to bring up the, the mood, because uh, having a good mood at a race and uh, having a, yeah, just a, a good team around you with a good energy and good vibes, that makes such a difference. Uh, uh, when you like it's for me there's nothing more horrible than sitting on a table with your teammates and nobody is talking and everybody is kind of depressed uh you had a bad day or whatever because uh yeah then i'm not enjoying what i'm doing so i always try to uh, bring a good energy towards the team and uh, also when for example one of my teammates had a bad day or whatever i try to put things in perspective and uh, say hey man it's just one day it's not your fault. It's not your mistake. Or even if it was his mistake, it can happen to everybody. Everybody is human. So uh, whatever. Tomorrow is another chance. Uh, we go again for it. And uh, yeah, I think uh, the older I get, uh, the more I understood that. Uh, yeah, one day you will you will look back on these times, and uh, I think you will regret it. If you take took things always too serious, uh, you you need to enjoy it. Yeah. It, I mean, life could be taken at any moment. It's so short. It goes by so fast. I mean, you, you, like you see with having a baby and how fast they grow every day, you just see how fast it moves. And you're just like, like you said, if you're taking it too seriously all the time, you know, or just doing a profession just to chase the check or just to do this or to impress someone else, like you're not going to exactly. be fulfilled and you're not going to live a life worth you know where you can look back and be like i i really enjoyed today you know or not a lot of people can wake up like you and me and feel like oh that was work or you know almost forget that oh this is the weekend yeah. i thought every day is like this this is you know our, because we got to choose and per pursue our passions uh but yeah man so right now you're uh at exactly camp. uh in Girona. uh it's like the cycling mecca, <laughs> uh, Girona. That's where we are. For me, it's the first time here, but uh, I have to say I, I like it very much so far. And uh, good roads, good surface uh, of the roads, uh, nice area, not too much traffic. So, yeah, first time Girona and uh, first training camp this year with the, with the team. Yeah, I'm hoping uh, uh, to get out to Girona as soon as obviously all the travel opens up and it's a lot more chill. Uh, we just signed with uh, the clothing company tactic that's uh, based oh, nice. out of Drona. Uh, so that'd be sweet. Once uh, things open up and get over there and go see, see everyone and say hi to everyone. Cause like Taylor, have you, have you seen Taylor no, while no, you're no. in town? I, we, it's a little bit. Yeah. It's, just you know, training camp. It's, it's a little bit with the, with the Corona situation in Europe right now. It's, it's not the best. Oh, right. And, uh, we, like we have a hotel just for our team, no other guests, so uh, that we that we don't get in contact with other people. So uh, we are not even allowed yeah. to to stop for coffee during training, which <laughs> sucks to be honest. <laughs> because uh, yeah. yeah, recovery rides suck. Yeah, what do you do on recovery, recovery days? Day, we just did forty kilometer without stopping, and then we were allowed to to have a coffee to have a coffee back in oh. the hotel, but. Uh, like, we're, we're, like that, is that like, why for me to go out on a recovery day? Uh, the point is that I stop somewhere for a coffee. <laughs> so pointless. if I go out to stop at my hotel, I can also just stay at the hotel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree. Like, why yeah. go get on the bike then? Uh, 
Oh, that's so funny. Is that why? That's probably why then I've noticed like uh, Teo and uh, Pavel have been posting the photos of the coffee makers yeah. out on the rides. They've been like the te- the team's been bringing, <laughs> and I'm like, what the? What are they doing? <laughs> but that makes total sense with the COVID. You yeah. can't stop at coffee shops, and uh, that's so funny, man. That yeah, makes yeah, total exactly. sense now. Uh, that's actually a pretty good idea to do that. Yeah, yeah. Pass that. Pass that now on uh, yeah, to the other. Exactly. Rigs, yeah. He's, he's now my boss, and he was your boss before, no? Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he was on BMC right when you came over oh, as well, uh, wasn't he? I think he was the U twenty week uh, head coach, no? But uh, of the U twenty of the dev- of the development mm. team. But I'm not, I, maybe I was one yeah. year there in the team when he was there, but I never was really in contact with him. So now uh, it's the first time I'm really yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah talking with him and uh, get in touch. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, he's <laughs> such a great guy. He is such a cool dude. I, uh, we stayed at his, like me, Tyler and, uh, Alexi, we would stay at his house when we were living yeah. over there in Belgium in, uh, the Ardennes and, uh, yeah, he, we just kick it there. So, uh, definitely tell him hi. Well, what do you guys got? Uh, so with the year right now, what's the racing calendar kind of looking like? Uh, um, yeah, exactly. It's kind of exactly. hard, like huh? Last season, uh, we don't really know which race is gonna happen and which not. Uh, like most of the races I was proposed supposed to do uh, was like um, the Mallorca Challenge now end of January, and then uh, then uh, Tour of Antalya a race in Turkey. This was my first two races. They both got cancelled already. So uh, now I'm on a Tour Tour of Valencia, which should start in the beginning of February. Uh, it's still on the calendar at the moment, but uh, yeah. Also in Spain, exactly. Anything exactly. can change day uh, by day. Cases in Spain, going up again, and, uh, and if it uh, spikes, it's also, yeah. Like for me, it's just a logic that, for example, uh, a race in Murcia and Mallorca they get cancelled or they get uh, uh, postponed to May. And uh, yeah, this race should happen. Like makes no sense to me, but whatever. We're gonna see. Uh, but in general, uh, the first race. Which gonna happen for sure is the UAE tour, I guess. So that's that's for sure. I'm gonna for sure gonna do the UAE tour uh, in uh, end of February. Then normally Paris, and then uh, it's the classics again, like Milan San Remo, Flanders, Roubaix, and um, if that. Mm-hmm. That's your. Those are your goals for this. Those are your kind of main uh, goals. Gold is always races. hard to say, man. And a monument is, is so hard. Like, uh, I'm yeah. looking forward to race there. But, uh, and of course, you can trust me, I'm going to do everything to be well prepared and in my best shape there. But, uh, yeah, uh, I, I think I have the talent and the, the, the shape now to to get a good result in the classic as well or, or to be there and play a big, big role, an important role for my team. But uh, you can also have a puncture in an important mm-hmm. moment and the race is over. So, uh, uh, like I just said, uh, I, I take things how they come. Like, I, uh, everything what I can do, uh, I, I give my best. But the other circumstances I can't control, I will not uh, uh, freak out. Uh, so, uh, I take things how they come. But for sure, I wanted to be, to be there. And then, uh, normally, uh, after that, uh, it is uh, the Giro d'Italia. Is a goal again. I did it last year, so normally I will do it again. 
because our team now is with Froome and then Martin. I guess they will go to the Tour de France with the big GC team uh, going out there for the yellow jersey. And uh, we will uh, go to the Giro d'Italia with a nice sprint leadout team uh, where I'm part of. And uh, yeah, we're going to go to the Giro to win a few stages, hopefully. Uh, that's, that's the plan. Nice, nice. What's the how's so has the vibe of the team kind of changed this year with uh signing on a few of those bigger uh names? Oh, like no. Chris Froome? Uh, I'm looking forward to to get in there yeah, to to get to know him, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's also just a human. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, exactly, yeah, he's like another sure, rider, he has a big palmer, as he won a lot of stuff. And uh, but I never, I never really met him. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to get to know him because, yeah. To be honest, uh, I always say what I think, and I was never a fan or something of Froome. Like, uh, you know, like uh, it was ne- never someone who impressed me. Like, or I, where I said, oh, I, I want to be like that guy. Also, be because, yeah, exactly. Or his because, style, probably yeah, for sure. Like nothing on the bike. against him, but I, I'm just a different rider type. So. Uh, I like to see sprints and I like to see classics and when people go crazy there, but uh, seeing climbers going up a climb fast doesn't really, uh, it doesn't exactly. It doesn't do it it for you. uh, But on the other (laughs) side, of course, I respect him for everything he won and for his career. And, uh, but yeah, uh, let's, let's, let's see. Oh man. I I wish I was there for that. I can't, man, you always, you always (laughs) would make me laugh so much. Because you just would, you would always just say the truth, like, to anyone and you're just, or just say what you feel and, like, everyone should say that, you know? I mean, it's just, the more honest we are, the faster we can grow, the better you communicate, and uh, I mean, and it should be true, because it's like, you're not going to like everything about a person, you know what I mean? There's going to be some things you may have not, and it's not like saying, it's like you may saying like a bad thing, but I'm just saying, like, like as an artist, when I I'll say say to someone like you can hold up a stick and I'll be like find something you like about this stick and don't like and you can always yeah find you know what I mean like your mind just works that way your mind finds things that it relates to finds things it doesn't maybe like and it you know and it can do that with anything it looks yeah. at so it's just funny how <laughs> we do that to humans yeah. we do it to bricks we do it to rocks uh you, you know a lot of in the end things, it's just but... like when you think about it uh in a in a normal cycling career let's say you ride in three or four different teams so that means uh you will have for sure let's say i don't know 100 200 different teammates over your career uh that's so much people uh, you cannot get, you cannot be friends with anyone, and you cannot like everyone, and you cannot stay in touch with everyone. So by the end of your yeah. career, maybe if you have found, if you found five really good friends, uh, I think that's that's already a lot. Uh, and if you stay in regular regular touch with them, so uh, it's there. Yeah, you you can like a lot of people, but even if you like them, doesn't mean that you stay in touch forever with them. So you really have to be on the on the same wave, let's say, and. Uh, uh, to just yeah, with us a little bit. Yeah, like, I mean that's uh, the same. Also, we never, we don't have daily contact or whatever, but we have regular contact, you know. And uh, we we see uh, how is the other guy, yeah. how, the, how is he, uh, what's what's new, 
is it feeling well um yeah and i'm just like uh like 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 you just said like like you just said and also it, as it you grow and mature like the, the normal question uh Foom comes to the team and everybody is asking uh and how it's gonna be and you just think like oh i'm just like quite normal but maybe that's also because i mean my dad was also a big star in the in the, in the cycling game but uh yeah it was, he was also just my dad you know so uh i i don't like it to, to hype exactly people up too much because if we're honest uh, everybody is the same in the end like also chris freem needs to go on the toilet and other stuff so uh, is there, is there, he, is, you know, <laughs> he won he has a very he's a very successful cyclist but that's it but uh that's for example one uh because he's also just next to me in the room right now uh andre greipel uh you know him you still for sure know him from the tour of britain um he's also like like he is the yeah. of most wins in the cycling uh in cycling uh, at the moment and he's the most normal guy i know he's so down to earth and that's like exactly oh that's what i he's like so humble i was terrified to talk to him at tour of britain and you're like hey go yeah. go talk to on like i'll say this and i went up and you had me yeah. say something in uh german and uh it just made <laughs> yeah. him turn around and just lose it and uh yeah i just remember after that like then he was he was so cool and just talked to hear someone who like you said is just an absolute legend in the sport and a legend exactly. also because he's his own character you know like the gorilla this bot like everything about him he's next level like everyone like he, everyone's just going to remember that but yet you talk to him and it's like talking to you know yeah, a friend yeah, you've exactly. talked to for exactly. a long time you know he's so chill and uh, so uh yeah to but that's how a lot of the you know you got yeah, marcus yeah, burkhart who's yeah, a lot like yeah. that you know philippe gilbert i felt like I remember being at when we were at those Italian one days and you're surrounded by all these like, like really good cyclists. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just a stagiaire. And then, you know, like Gilbert is like, hey, TJ, come, you know, join us for some coffee. And you're like, geez, yeah, yeah, this yeah. guy who's world champion and won all these races asking stagiaire to come join. And, you know, then definitely having you there where me and you could really just like totally joke around all the time. and you know everyone who's listening to this like we we even me and rick even one we talked about doing like our own podcast yeah, yeah, like yeah. tv That's show true. years ago like the yeah. rick the rick and tj show it's <laughs> you know it was in the plans it was you in the works and maybe exactly. in the future you never know if you never what is know it nbc is it, it is but, nbc uh, in you say, no? we would sit down if if, if nbc <laughs> wants to hire something yeah, yeah now well, the, the funny you can you can have you can have us too at the show just make the white offer and we're there Just send us the contract, <laughs> a couple million, and we'll, you know, kick off. What is it? We'll kick off Jimmy Fallon, and we'll just take over. <laughs> But the funny part is, we would interview the riders. We'd be like, yeah. "Hey, man, uh, Boogie, come sit down," yeah, yeah. and we just start interviewing them yeah. with no cameras around or anything, and they would just look at yeah, us like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "You guys are nuts! Like, what on to, earth?" Imagine, im that's, imagine you know, if you, if you I, that really helped me. Off, you're like the guy in the yellow jersey comes to you. And you're like, uh, uh, you're like whatever. Let's say, uh, let's say in the yellow jersey, it is Tadej uh, Pogacar. He won the Tour last year, and he comes to you, and you just go to him like, "Hey man, yeah. you you are the guy in the yellow jersey. You should do an interview with you, yeah." Um. So what was your name again? 
And then he's, <laughs> and he's like, Tade Pogacar. Like, yeah. yeah, I never heard of you, but okay, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> oh, the... It's like those YouTube video. It's like those YouTube videos where the guy will go up to the yeah, rapper yeah. and say the wrong name, like, "Oh, fifty, like, oh, you're fifty yeah, cent," yeah, yeah. and it's like Eminem or something, <laughs> and it's like, "What? No, <laughs> all these like weird things," and you're just like, "That's yeah, no, I mean, I mean, that's that that helped me out a lot at that time because I knew I wasn't being signed with BMC and being in an environment like that where I could be like, be finally myself." It was like that helped me pursue, you know, forward, you know, because like I said, senior personality type. Then we'd hang out with all these other guys and really break it down. And we'd go for those coffee shop rides. And it was by far the best coffee shop, you know, recovery day rides and yeah, I've ever done in my fun. life. Those Italian day, you know, it was like that's all we were doing because we weren't training because we were just racing for 11 days, you know. And so you're just chilling and riding riding to the coffee shops and singing yeah. justin bieber and just yeah. <laughs> pissing all our teammates off it was a lot of fun it was awesome <laughs> so but that's still that's one, awesome that's still man. one of my well, favorite uh, races sweet, uh, man. the tour of britain that back in the in the bmc bus you and taylor finney and me man that was amazing taylor we were just yeah we had those oh, long yeah. transfers and uh yeah, that was a great too. team because we had rohan yeah. uh who we were working working for and uh because he's also one of those guys that you know yeah. has such great yeah. results in the sport and works really hard That's but cool. yeah, is cool. such a down-to-earth person and it's cool when i talked to him last week uh he even said like he always gives each person the same amount of respect when he meets him even if he's heard negative things about him or whatever it's like if he when he yeah. meets someone he always starts from scratch and so that just shows the character as well like exactly hey it doesn't matter exactly, who i man. am who you so, are like just want to meet until you. now every race i do together with rowan we, we we have a good chat and uh he's always so friendly and just, uh, always uh he's also one of the yeah a guy i respect a lot because he was from the first moment like this to me uh Like like he said, he, he always gave me respect, even though he is a few times world champion and I'm not. Uh, he yeah he doesn't give you the it's uh, like the, the feeling that he's better or anything. He's just uh, such a cool guy, and that's that's very nice. But do you remember that in the tour of Britain, man, that we forgot every day we forgot Brand in in the bus, you know. <laughs> yeah that was super funny oh uh, yeah when we wait who was oh we had yeah the the story was back at tour of utah my first uh race with bmc as jeering and uh we had this old bus driver who was always driving the bus for bmc every year they would come to like the u.s so when they do california utah yeah, yeah and yeah. uh his name was andre right And uh, super like pretty old. And uh, every day we'd get on the bus, and me and Rick would just totally mess with him. And Brent Bookwalter was on the BMC team with us at that time, but he wasn't at that race. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was doing Colorado, right? The next week, I think. And uh, we'd just get on it, and we'd just be like, <laughs> oh no, Andre, we forgot Brent. And we'd get, we'd wait till we get down the road, and he would slam on the brakes every time, or be like, Oh, uh, every oh. Time. 
And then, uh, yeah, we'd get the to tour of Britain, and we just we just continued that joke that uh, I think even when we got to, to uh, like yeah. I even like played it a bit when it I was, was in Japan. So basic. A bit. Oh, but, uh, every fucking day uh, we we went. Everybody here, yeah, yeah, we can go. Like we go out for one or two miles, five minutes, and like, damn it, five minutes, friends, yeah. <laughs> He stopped. Oh man, no! And then, like, and wait a minute, Brent is not doing this race. <laughs> uh -huh. so Everyone funny. would look around. Yeah, good times, man. Yeah, no, there were just good times with that. That was a great BMC had a really good squad. Yeah. I feel like because that's yeah. when Fabian Lanhard was on the team, and uh, yeah, so it's it's been a lot. It's been really cool, honestly. Just all those friends you make in the U23s and all those people you know uh, and friendships you maybe yeah. continue and you just see where they are now, you know? Like, years later, I became teammates again with Fabian and, you know, like I said, who I never would have thought, like, you know, just following your cycling career as a U23 before we were friends and everything, I never would have thought, you know, even when you turned pro and everything, I never thought we would be, be friends like this still where you call up and, you know, just chat and catch up and yeah, uh, man, for sure. You know, and, it's just uh, cool to do that. It's gonna know? be even cooler if we we don't do it uh, over a phone call and we we sit down, uh, we sit somewhere together, talking about old stories, uh, talking about new opportunities, and uh, that's just life. And uh, this is, I think, one of the, one of the one of the best things. Like yeah, we we I also see it this way. Like cycling also to your one of your questions before when i was young uh, my life i always thought that my all my life gonna be cycling and now i a few years ago i realized like hey when i stop cycling maybe i'm gonna be 29 maybe i'm gonna be 30 or 31 or maybe i'm gonna be 35 whatever but on the day i stop uh, like uh, it's it was a part of my life and then there are at least uh Exactly, exactly, and it's and it's, yeah, it's another not who you are. Thirty-five years uh, more in my life, or fifty years, who, who knows? Uh, where, I can, where exactly, exactly, much longer than my cycling. A lot career, longer than your cycling. Where, where I can be a completely different person and can make different, uh, different uh, experiences. But then it's nice to to have these friendships like we have, uh, like from from uh, which feels then like a like uh, maybe like a friendship from another world because or from a different life because you're like hey yeah once in my life i was this pro cyclist for a few years and uh, that's where I, uh, that's where i know this guy from and uh, then you you hang out together you speak about the stories and but you're living a completely different life at that moment so that, that's pretty yeah it's i mean what that's that's what I'm loving right now honestly is the the fact that I I don't view myself yeah, yeah. as just a cyclist like and and people aren't just yeah. and people aren't just treating me like that anymore as well you know what I mean because I feel like when you are a professional athlete yeah. or a cyclist you're put down this tunnel you know like people will keep you in this tunnel just so you can keep training focus training focus and it's nice when you're taken out of that tunnel and you're like you know what i'm just not even gonna ride my bike today we're just gonna go play at the park with my dog and daughter or i'm gonna paint today or i'm gonna do a podcast today or i'm gonna work on this and uh it's just been awesome like i've 
like I said, I loved racing, but it, for me, and it kind of is like similar, like it just, mm-hmm. I needed more in my life, more create, I needed to do more. And I, uh, like yourself, yeah. like you're a very creative guy. You have your own podcast. Like you're always looking for new opportunities, open, looking for new things. Uh, and you know, that's what I was kind of looking for. And I'm doing now It's just yeah. like, now I get to do whatever I want to do and I'm, you know, loving it. And, uh, and it's like you, you know, you, you, you talked about what you want to do after you're done with riding and, you know, have you thought about that at all? Or like, has that, I mean, I think you've yeah. thought about that. Obviously it sounds like you have, but oh, what it's, have, it's, it's crazy what are those because, uh, oh, it's hard to say because, uh, I'm, I'm 27 now. So normally my, my best years in the cycling world uh, are coming up now. Um, and I still love to ride my bike and I still love to race my bike. But for me personal, uh, I told myself, hey, I'm gonna, I want to be a pro cyclist until I'm 30. And when I'm 30 years old, uh, I'm going to really like speak with myself and listen to myself. Like, uh, because I think then this is my 10th pro season. Uh, this is first of all my first goal to reach that and um, yeah then I will listen to myself and see hey do I still uh, do it with 100% do I still love it do I still enjoy it Uh, am I still happy and if the answer is yes uh, hey hopefully I continue and I do uh, I do let's say I don't know uh, another one two three or six years whatever we will see Um, but yeah maybe also there comes an offer around in the future where I can't refuse and that, that will stop my cycling career. Um, nobody knows really, but, uh, in, yeah, like you said, in Germany now, I'm, I'm, I'm having a podcast as well, a German podcast, just on a, like with a, on a German language. And, uh, because it's my mother language and it's for me easier to, to do a podcast in my mother language than, uh, in, in English. And, <laughs> I love that mother uh, language, man. (laughs) I just love that. The pride in it. I just dig that. Like the mother language. (laughs) It sounds so earthy and uh, and like just uh, strong. Actually, to be honest, a few projects. Like I'm living in Cologne, which is one of the biggest cities in Germany. So there's 1.2 million uh, people living there. And uh, the crazy thing is they don't have a cool cycling coffee shop. So uh, with with the three friends right now, we're planning that. Uh, hopefully this can open uh, in, in in spring so i'm 25 percent of this awesome. project uh, i'm having the podcast yeah i'm i'm, I'm uh, doing I'm riding my bike at the moment but like you said already i'm doing a lot of social media stuff i think uh, i can be quite happy at, at the moment with my audience uh, it's get it's getting bigger and bigger also and uh, people i think also follow me for the fact like you said that I don't show them every day how professional I train and how skinny I am and whatever. Uh, I sh- I try to show them a little bit the real life and also a little bit the more relaxed life of a pro cyclist because uh, uh, I am also honest. If I would train uh, like like some other guys train in the sport, um, like uh, living on a living on a volcano doing altitude camps all the time. Uh, I'm gonna do. I would do that maybe one year, and then, uh, <laughs> then I would stop because the fun would be gone. Because I love to do training camps with the team, like now, and I love to be at races. 
but I also love to be at home with my family and with my friends and being out of my cycling life and uh, talk about different things and enjoying my normal life as a dad now and with my friends. And this is very important for me. This gives me balance. Um, uh, so uh, I always try to have a 50-50% uh, work-life balance between professional cycling and uh, yeah, the other 50% is family and uh, things which make me happy. Um, so yeah, we, I don't know. I can, I can think about a lot of things. I would love to be a commentator for the tour one day, for example, or be an expert. Um, on the, but also on the other side, I can, I could also imagine to be, uh, completely out of cycling and doing uh, something completely new. Uh, you will, I can tell you, you will never see me as a coach or as a sport director because, uh, once I'm stopping, I'm stopping with cycling. I really want to stop. Also, I don't want to continue uh, as a as a coach or as a sport director, like living the same life just mm -hmm. uh, on the other side. Um, uh, yeah, because it's almost as you're not letting. It's almost as if you. Yeah. I feel like you don't like. And I, I mean, can accept it as well. People who just exactly, really love it. For me, but, it's uh, not. For, for me, me, it's no option. If or, yeah, it's some. Yeah, it would be like you're exactly. trying to hold on to something you, yeah. you you still want. You know what I mean? Or you're still exactly. wanting. I like I like fresh starts. I like new beginnings. Yeah. I like new to challenges. Totally, totally, what I yeah, can, totally. And, uh, and so you know, no, do I guess exactly reinventing yourself, making and fresh reinventing starts, yourself. You know, like and, when, uh, even though I'm not the most successful German rider, uh, I think I'm becoming one of the most it sounds it sounds exactly it sounds a little bit stupid but uh to Popular, say something sure. uh, like this about yourself but somehow the way i am and the way i act i'm uh, getting one of the most popular guys and this year there for example this was is something where corona was really good for actually corona was good for cycling because in germany so many people started to ride their bikes again mm -hmm. and also exactly yep. and also a lot of famous guys like german like german everywhere actors, uh just famous german uh, people you know yeah. and somehow yeah we <laughs> yeah, expect man, to see I, you on the big screen I, I don't know but the only thing i can the only, the only thing gonna... i can tell you is that a lot of these guys I was, <laughs> like i was somehow i got in touch with these guys and i wanted my bike with these guys or i helped them out with like, what a cool bike is and cool bike stuff yeah and, uh, for example man what i i really need to get you in yep. touch with my friend paul paul uh, paul ripke um he lives in newport beach man since a few years he moved there just because just because he because he wanted to like uh yeah oh, wow. experience life uh, in the in the states so exactly he, he bought yeah he I'm meets california a, Real Californian. <laughs> no, did he grow no, his hair no. long and blonde? Uh, yeah, I think he has already gray hair. But man, like he's a really famous photographer. I think he, I would say he's the most famous photographer of Germany. Uh, just that he's just that he's actually kind of stopped photographing now wow. and he's doing content creation and doing his own uh, own stuff, man. And I really, you if you one day in California, you need to get in touch with him. To why this uh, started cycling now, like, like one and a half years ago, it's a new pop He he's a very cool guy, and just like to give you some references, he he was a personal photographer for Lewis Hamilton two or three years ago uh, in the Formula One team for Mercedes. 
as well as from Dang. Nico Rosberg or also from the German soccer team when they were when they got yeah. uh, world champion two thousand four uh, soccer world champions. So uh, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, a cool, very cool guy, and he knows a lot of people. And he became a good friend of me. This guy gave a lot of advice and uh, yeah, helps me a lot. So uh, let's see where where this gonna leads to. But uh, man, this is one of the guys. Uh, yeah, I'm just happy for I, that I got in touch with him. And yeah, one if you one day in California, man, yeah, you really need to meet him. He's a cool guy. Dang, that I wish yeah. all of us could link up. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. But man, Rick, I really appreciate. Uh, I, man, I could talk to you and catch yeah. up for you know hours. I know you gotta jet yeah. and get off to a meeting now. Go say hi to. Uh, I will. I will. Go say hi to your team. Say hi to them for me. Uh, say hi to well. go say hi to Rick for me. Uh, you know you have a you have a successful you know training camp. Lots of health and love to you and your family, my man. And uh, yeah, let's stay in touch a lot more. And uh, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I think this was a super. I think it's gonna be an awesome episode for people to listen to and just hear. Just being you, relax and having a good conversation. Yeah. Nothing, you know, no real topics, no questions really. Just good times catching up. And like I said, it could have gone on longer, but uh, yeah, we got a jet. And like I said, it, where uh, can people follow you on your uh, social uh, media? Thing I'm, uh, I do the most stuff on is for sure Instagram. Uh, it's just my name, Rick Zabel. Uh, you will find me. And, uh, Mm-hmm. That's that's actually it. I'm not really using Twitter. I deleted Killer. Facebook a few few months ago, and yeah, I re- I really love uh, yeah Instagram. And hey, now you nice. you can help me out. Like since two days, Germany is Germany is going crazy with a new app <laughs> or social media which is called Clubhouse. But all my other friends tell me that this is already a thing for months in America. Do you do you know Clubhouse? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 it's funny you mentioned that. Um, a guy I coach, uh, he brought he brought that up like three or four weeks ago when we were talking. He was like, dude, you should check out Clubhouse. Uh, I don't know anything really about it. I honestly am like, I don't really want to know <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I don't want to get involved in a ton more social – because, you know, like, I just like – like you, that's the reason you deleted Facebook and everything and just kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. only do Instagram because it's like you don't want it to run, control your life. But, yeah, I, I heard that Clubhouse is more of like, exactly, exactly. you know, voice message conversation platform where you send messages back and forth and you can join people who exactly. are having like these conversations, yeah, yeah, you know, it's and more, listen like, or re-listen like a podcast. Like said, in Germany, there's quite a hyper around this now. Um, so you can also follow me there and uh, and uh, yeah but it is uh, for me it is kind of like a live podcasting thing just people go in there start like a a chat or a discussion you can listen you can re-listen but there's no video no photo content it's just like uh, audio audio platform pretty pretty nice Uh, maybe in a week it's (laughs) it's I don't like it anymore we'll see (laughs) yeah no i mean it's the only way to see it and to try it is to you know try it you know which is like i feel like the 
the point where and I'm afraid of, like, like I said, I just don't want to <laughs> sign up for another platform. Or, but yeah. like I said, yeah, it, it might, spend... yeah, exactly. I might because like that's it. That's the same. issue. So, social media, but it's also very important that you don't, you dance, exactly. You don't spend too much time in front of your screen and you put your phone away. You open your eyes, you see the real world, you see the sunshine, whatever, and you enjoy life. I think that's that's a that's a good good way to end the podcast with this with this exactly. attitude. <laughs> Thanks that's for the perfect, call. That's perfect, actually. That's awesome. Hey, my you man, too. I really appreciate Bye. it. Thanks you have fun, man. Guys. Stay Bye. safe. Lots of love, and we'll.